Welcome to Season 3 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes In Defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 117 is entitled, Hope. Perhaps we are all enamored with the three heavenly virtues, faith, hope, and charity. Once read, who can forget Paul's words? And now abideth faith, hope, charity, these three. But the greatest of these is charity. What sets charity apart? I suppose because it embodies the virtues of Christ. In Paul's words, Charity suffereth long, and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up, doth not behave itself unseemingly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth. Beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Charity never faileth. But whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. Charity embodies the pure love of Christ. A higher love cannot exist. It is also Paul to whom we look for a definition of faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Hebrews 11.1 In the economy of Paul's language, we learn the key attributes of faith. Substance of things hoped for refers to that which is tangible, that which we can see, hear, touch, taste, smell, or feel with our senses. It brings it from the abstract to the concrete. Without faith, hope remains intangible and unreachable. It is mere wishful thinking. Faith clarifies hope and brings it from want to expectation. Because of faith, rather than wish for salvation, we can hope for salvation, meaning faith puts it in our grasp. Faith, of course, must be centered in the atonement of Jesus Christ. But Paul isn't finished. He presents another clarifying definition of faith. It is the evidence of things not seen. Paul puts faith on a scientific basis. To the faithful, it provides evidence or proof of the hand of God in our lives. Let's say we hope for a miracle. Faith is the link between the desire and the fulfillment. We know from experience that most miracles can be explained away through scientific reasoning. What can't always be explained away is the coincidence. God often answers our prayers through divinely inspired coincidence. And only those who have faith can recognize the hand of God in the miracle. God's hand is invisible to all those who rely on chance, accident, coincidence, serendipity of circumstances, and scientific explanations. Hope, which is the second of the heavenly virtues, is for me one of the most beautiful words in the English language, more for its connotation than for its denotation, more for its spirit than for its sound. I love the couplet of Alexander Pope in his essay on man. Hope springs eternal in the human breast. Man never is, but always to be blessed. The soul, uneasy and confined from home, rests and expatiates in a life to come. Notice some of the scriptural references to hope. Psalms 38.15 For in thee, O Lord, do I hope. Thou wilt hear, O Lord my God. Romans 4.18 Who against hope believed in hope, that he might become the father of many nations, 
according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. Romans 8.24 For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why doth he yet hope for? 1 Timothy 1.1 Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the commandment of God our Savior, and Lord Jesus Christ, which is our hope. Titus 1.2 In hope of eternal life, which God, that cannot lie, promised before the world began. Hebrews 6.19 Which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which entereth into that within the veil. Our hope is in Christ. Our hope is in being saved. Our hope is in eternal life. Our hope is an anchor of the soul. However, notice that Paul says, hope that is seen is not hope. But Paul doesn't leave us guessing. Remember in the definition of faith, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Here's the magic of Paul's definition. You cannot see faith and you cannot see hope. For as Paul says, for what a man seeth, why doth he yet hope for it? One could also say, for when a man has perfect knowledge, why does he yet have faith? Miracles always follow faith. They never precede faith. The same is true with hope. Eternal life comes after hope, not before. But just as the miracle does not come without faith, eternal life does not come without hope. Faith and hope are abstractions until they are brought together. Each is the catalyst of the other. Apart, they are inert. Together they bring about miracles. Together they acquire substance and give evidence. Faith and hope are companions. Neither can be complete without the other. Here I would like to attempt a formal definition of hope. Hope is an attribute of the divine produced by faith that removes desire from mere probabilities to still uncertain possibilities. Hope is the light of faith. Hope is second sight to the blind. It is the link between faith and knowledge. Hope is born of faith. Hope makes one's faith visible to others. It bears witness of our faith through irrefutable proof to those who see with spiritual eyes. Hope is Satan's primary target because faith without hope dissolves into despair. Faith founded upon humility is born of the Spirit. Hope, born of faith, springs forth the moment we boldly step into the dark to achieve our desires. Faith is the step into the dark. Hope is the first light we see in our mind before we see it with our eyes. Faith is the soldier fighting despair. Hope is the knowledge that light is near. Hope is that moment just before the rays of the invisible sun bursts over the horizon. It is the ray of light through a parting cloud. A bird that never leaves the nest and never leaps from the limb and spreads its wings can never fly. The bird exercises faith when it climbs to the edge of the nest and plunges from safety. It exercises hope when it spreads its wings and falls into flight. Hope is the bridge over the dark despair that links us to the light of Christ. Maybe poetry is the only way to describe hope. Solomon said hope was a tree of life. Emily Dickinson said hope is a thing with feathers. Alexander Pope said hope springs eternal. 
One prophet refers to the hope of salvation, another to the hope of eternal life. Perhaps we should leave it at that. I hope it is sufficient. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast. In Defense of Christianity is available at RonaldMesser.com.